0: If we do not answer the question that is in our prospect's mind when they come to our site, first and foremost, it fails its purpose. That has to be front and center. Too often, where we start with talking about, we do this, we were founded in 1971, we are experts in our field, we, 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 not here is the information you are looking for, Mr. or Mrs. Customer
1: Welcome back to another episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab. I'm your Thursday co-host, Samantha Riley, joined as always on Thursday by, with, not by, with Tim Hyde. How are you, Tim? I'm <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> we're recording <laughs> earlier than we normally do. Oh,
0: where are you going with this, Sam?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't know where I was going, but I'm here. I'm back with you.
0: Okay. That's reassuring.
1: And- <laughs> Excellent. And we're going to talk about websites today.
0: Yeah. Actually, i I thought of this as a as a topic we haven't talked about websites a lot we've been we've been talking a lot about social media but my wife uh, right has this propensity to rebuild her website on a regular basis
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I keep thinking you know why are you doing this um you know what are you what are you doing this for um, because I think every time she rebuilds it right she loses any momentum that the previous one had
1: mm-hmm. but
0: also, On the plus side, she's looking at it going, hey, it's not doing what it needs to do. Let's try something else. Now, you Mm. and I are both advocates of in your marketing, testing and measuring. And if it's not working, change it.
1: Absolutely. If if you're not doing that, then you're leaving a lot on the table. But
0: anyway, anyway, so thought of this idea, let's talk about websites. And I guess the first question that that came to mind when, when you and I were talking about this one is like, do we actually still need this website? Right? Is it as important in this age of social media as, say, it was 10 or 15 years ago? Mm.
1: You you thought that, but not me. You still, not me. You still that think that was never even a question in my mind. You reckon it is? Absolutely 110%.
0: Okay, let's explore that. Tell me why you think you're unequivocally.
1: Unequivocally? Unequivocally.
0: <laughs> unequivocally. 110 percent
1: because at any moment our social media accounts can be shut down yeah and if we don't have somewhere where people can go and find us or even if we only have a landing page or even if our you know i know that there's some people that don't have a specific website and they just have a funnel but at least some sort of online presence that you're in control of showing up to someone else you're leaving it to chance you're disempowered because someone else is in control of your online presence. Mm. Mm.
0: You don't own your social media account. People think they own mm-hmm. it, but we don't really do. We?
1: Mm-hmm. Nope. No, no. Nope.
0: We just rent the space Absolutely. by virtue of our attention.
1: I've heard so many horror stories of people having ad accounts shut down, of just having their pages shut down, their groups disappearing, you know, going into Facebook jail, you know, not being able to access their accounts. We, we need to make sure that we don't lose our business overnight if that happens. Yeah,
0: especially at a client right now who's in Facebook jail. Um, mm-hmm. They cannot access their personal or business accounts. And they're, mm-hmm. I mean, they're fairly lucky that they're getting a lot of business through other channels, but normally that's a significant source of new business for them and they can't get in, which is, uh, yeah.
1: which is
0: very, very stressful for them as you can imagine.
1: Yeah, so frustrating because it's not like you can pick up the phone and say, hey, help desk, can you sort this out for me? <laughs> like anyone that's had to deal with Facebook, oh, my oh, goodness. Incidentally, if anyone's
0: got the uh, you know got the number for Facebook or... or yeah, please let us know. Quick, please let us know just quietly.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Might even give you a box of chocolates for that one. <laughs>
0: I think the other thing uh, to, to think about is, you know, clearly we're going to have these websites. Um, mm-hmm. It's not just what to spend on them because they're they're a fairly important thing, but really understanding what is it for and where it sits in your marketing process.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Right? I think certainly for, for thought leaders, rather than necessarily people Googling and searching for you, often what we find is that people have seen you present on stage or they've heard your podcast or they've seen you do a live video on on Facebook and then they're sort of going who is this person and Mm -hmm. coming to your website to kind of almost look and see are you legit right that real authority Mm -hmm. positioning isn't it
1: absolutely and that takes us to or it takes me certainly to the two reasons that we should have a a website uh, as coaches So this obviously doesn't apply to e-commerce. We're specifically talking about coaching websites. And the two reasons are number one for authority positioning and number two for lead generation. Mm. And our site should be built with these two things in mind. And a lot of people make the mistake. Actually, there's a few mistakes uh, and, and don't collect leads and don't set themselves up to make sure they're showing up as the authority in their in their field.
0: Well, it's absolutely, Sam. I think, you know, that second one, that lead generation, the purpose of your site is to turn traffic into inquiry. And it's mm-hmm. not doing that, it's really failing its position. Right? And mm. your authority positioning, I guess, is part of that purpose. Right? If you're not positioning yourself as an authority and, and showing how you can solve somebody's problem, you're not going to generate any leads. And, you know, this is a conversation we had with Sean Premnath, couple of episodes ago about looking at what his site was doing you know we and we both see sites like that all the time that they look pretty maybe they're very technically sound but they fail that number one purpose of converting that visitor into you know into some form of some form of lead
1: Mm. all right and when we talk, you know, turning it into a lead, we're talking about specifically collecting an email address. And the reason that we want to do that is because, and this stat is actually a little bit old. I didn't jump on and grab um, the new stat. I actually think this is probably higher now, that between 75% and 96% of people will never go back to your site And that's for many, many different reasons. But generally, they go onto your site and they never return. So if we don't collect an email address from them, we're unable to stay connected with them. Add to that that most new visitors Will hang around for fifty nine seconds or less. Now, I actually think that number is probably smaller too for most people. Um, so, if your website doesn't have a clear to the point message, some sort of um, you know highly desirable freebie, resource, lead magnet, whatever you want to call it, in exchange for an email address, chances are that person will never ever return.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's true. Right? There's no there's no value in that for them, is there?
1: No. Right.
0: and and no. all the all the resources that we put up there all the um you know the blogs the podcasts the the everything else let's just really just you know i guess chum in the water um you know to kind of draw attention to you but they're not going to come back i mean if you think of your own behavior and how many websites have you been back to <laughs> on a regular basis and particularly a coach's or consultant's website it, it's mm-hmm. pretty rare the sites you go to on a regular basis are you know, your social media sites, right, and your mm-hmm. news sites.
1: Absolutely. We don't Absolutely. go to a lot. Yeah, and I don't even remember the sites that I do hit. Like if I'm searching for something, you know, I might be going through Google or I might be coming through a Facebook ad or jump onto a website. Half the time I don't even know what the website is. I'm actually just looking for information. Yeah. You know, I'm not specifically looking it up all the time. So we need to make sure that we've got ways to be able to um, – get back in contact with those people yeah um but before we go on tim why don't we talk about the biggest mistakes that we see with websites
0: well actually this is what we picked out three (laughs) Mm -hmm. right um only
1: only three we've taken the three biggest ones because there's lots and lots
0: (laughs) (laughs) but i think actually i just want to just re-highlight that one sam you did say don't know what the site is i'm just looking for information so i think Mm -hmm. i'm actually going to put that one as, as probably the biggest one. If we mm-hmm. do not answer the question that is in our prospect's mind when they come to our site,
1: mm-hmm. first
0: and foremost, it fails its purpose.
1: Mm.
0: That has to be front and, front and centre. Too often, mm-hmm. I see sites, and you do as well, right, where we start with talking about we do this, we were founded in 1971, we are experts in our field. We, 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 not here is the information you are looking for, Mr or Missus mm. customer.
1: Mm. Totally, totally.
0: Right? That's probably the first the first one. Um,
1: mm-hmm. And it's, it's
0: quite difficult to write um, in customer-centric language, but yes. you need to do it. Right? Your customer doesn't care that you were founded in 1971. That comes afterwards. That's part of your yes. authority positioning. But first and foremost, someone is coming to your site to answer a question.
1: Yeah, I've got a problem. I'm jumping onto a website to try and find a solution to that problem. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Now, this next one, actually, neither of us were expecting. You sort of brought up the question but opened up a whole raft of conversation that neither of us kind of expected, and I'm going to change my website after this.
0: Yeah, I might too, actually. given <laughs> you know, I just deleted a, couple, a bunch of spam from my, uh, <laughs> from my account this morning. My oh,
1: my goodness. And I just did it last night too, a whole heap of, uh, you know, Viagra contact people and uh, various pharmacy and Russian thing. I don't even know what the Russians were trying to spam me with, but um, there was a lot of spam on my website last night.
0: Yeah. And that's uh, that's the only contact, the only, I guess, call to action on your site being your contact form or your sign up for my newsletter. Now, I happen mm-hmm. to hate to sign up for my newsletter. I think that's a massive mistake because no one knows what they're getting or when they're going to get it. And so they're not going to hand over their email address. The- well,
1: I don't know about you, Tim, but I don't wake up in the morning thinking, oh, I hope I get more email today. I hope I get a newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> I, my email, my inbox is a little out of control. I don't want another newsletter. I know.
0: Like I was looking at mine the other day. I was having a joke with it. And so it's now sitting at, and this is not my primary inbox, mind you. That's actually reasonably under control. But my updates and promotions folder is now up to 27,120 wow. emails. Wow. I
1: don't know. And... Okay, my number is actually a little bit higher and I just went through oh. a whole unsubscribe on the weekend. <laughs> so I've got more unsubscribing and cleaning up to do. But, um, but right, is, Anyway, yeah, that's beside is, the if,
0: point. If your only, only contact form or the only way of getting in touch with you is your contact form or you sign up for your newsletter, I think you're missing a massive opportunity to convert the traffic you want. Now, we did touch very briefly on this idea of some form of valuable resource, a lead, you know, what we otherwise call a lead magnet. Right? So it's a magnet for a lead, strangely enough. Mm-hmm. Um, totally. But it's something that's going to, you know, you're answering a little bit of your customer's question with the the copy, but then saying, here's a little bit more. Here's this next level that takes you on this this journey between where you are and and where you want to be.
1: Mm. So that's with the newsletter. So we want to make sure that we've got a lead magnet. We've actually mushed these two together. So I just want to make sure that they're, they're apart. So one is... Rather than sign up for my newsletter, make that some sort of um, highly desirable lead magnet. But the second one, with the only call to action being your contact form, where we took this conversation is do we even need a contact form on our website anymore? And I sort of had a look and went, actually, I don't think I do. I think I'm going to take my contact form off my website.
0: I'm just sort of reflecting back here. I reckon in the last six years, I may have had. Two or three genuine inquiries come through my contact form.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Now, that's inquiries. Uh huh.
0: those inquiries—that's not business. Yeah. Right? Totally. But through my lead magnets, through uh, you know, through my my landing pages that we have in our you know that we have in this podcast that I share on social media, that I put into to other podcasts and webinars and that sort of stuff. Um, if I look at the same number, just over the last five months of my connect form, I've had three and a half thousand. Mm. Now, I think if you put that in context.
1: <laughs> uh, that's, uh, yeah. Now, but I don't do a lot of
0: SEO it. on my site. I think if I did a lot more SEO, I'd probably find more inquiries. But even then, I think I'd prefer to say, thanks for coming. You know, here's a resource as opposed to, you know, contact me. And I think that's uh, because... See,
1: I, I think that it's... I just want to jump in there. I think it's still really important that we're open in that customers can still contact us. I just think that moving it from a contact form to some sort of um, chat chat box or going straight to Messenger is probably what I will change it to. I still want my cont- my customers or prospects to to contact me but not via a contact form.
0: Yeah, I think that chat form, I think we're saying some really cool chat applications now that can connect Mm -hmm. with you Um, and that's probably a better way of doing it to be honest Um, Mm -hmm. you're really looking at looking at when people visit your site there if you picture sort of traffic lights in terms of you know temperature I guess you've got people who are just looking for information and they're not Mm -hmm. yet ready to to buy from you Mm -hmm. you've got people who are a little bit warmer who want to find out more and more detail so they might be they might watch a you know, a three, a five minute, ten minute, twenty minute video on a particular topic, mm-hmm. um, and then you got people who are ready to buy, right? They're, they're mm. in that buying frame of mind, and they want a conversation right then and there.
1: Mm, totally. Right? So
0: if you've got in your site, you've got, I guess, you know, ways of dealing with those three different types of visitors, then you're pretty you're in a pretty good position.
1: Totally. Now, the next problem I see is something that I see way too often, especially for new businesses in that what they do with their website is create a pretty online business card. They get a designer to create something that looks really gorgeous, but it is not, uh, doesn't position them as the authority and it doesn't collect the leads. And it's, you know, a website is a very expensive online business card. That's not what people are there for.
0: Mm, mm, absolutely. Hey, I've got a question for you. Um, mm-hmm. We do see this a little bit. And as people are designing their site, um, there's, I guess there's two schools of thought. There's this single page, this long form sales letter that scrolls down. And even if you've got menu items, it jumps to the a part of the same page versus a multi-page. Now, you and I have multi-page sites. You know, we've got mm-hmm. downs and links and resources and all this sort of other stuff. What do you reckon the pros and cons are of each?
1: Mm, I think it depends where you are in your business. So a, a lot of my new clients, I suggest they start off with a single page and just, you know, a landing page. They, they probably have got one lead magnet, one webinar, mm-hmm. one product at the beginning, and I think that that sort of can happen just by, you know, one um, one landing page. But I think that I prefer multi-page sites It means that we can focus more and collect more data so we can see where our visitors are going. We can retarget specific pages to the the pages that people have looked at. Uh, So it it means that we can get a better idea of the kind of client that's visiting our site and what it is that they're looking at.
0: Yeah, I agree. I know um, I'm far from an SEO expert But I know also that um, a multi-page site uh, is far better for SEO. I think, and and I'm
1: not an SEO expert either. I know that uh, coming up in the next few episodes, um, I will be touching on SEO um, in the future. Um, But I've heard that, you know, for you to rank that until you get to around 50 pages on your site that you're less likely to rank. Still... Not hundred percent sure if that's the thing. Maybe that's a question I will ask our upcoming SEO expert.
0: Fifty pages—that seems like a lot. Mm.
1: Doesn't does it? seem like a lot. Okay, well right? let's
0: let's look at some of the essentials then. Right, what mm-hmm. should, what should it, obviously we've got a homepage, mm-hmm. and our homepage is really that start of that authority positioning. It really speaks to the customer's pain point, doesn't it? And the transition absolutely. We create.
1: Yes. So, what is it that what is it that you help people with or the types of people that you work with, the kinds of problems that they have and how you help them solve those problems?
0: All right. Now, I see a lot of sites when we do our menu, we start with about us. Mm-hmm. What, are you th- what are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, so this is an interesting one. I actually have it. I'm thinking about moving off onto my homepage page.
0: Okay, so you actually put your About Us content into your homepage as opposed to having a separate About Us?
1: So I right now I have a separate About Us. Um, not sure if I'm going to move it onto my homepage, something I'm sort of toying with the idea right now. What's your thoughts about that, Tim?
0: Well, I, um, I think of it a bit like dating, and you've heard me mm-hmm. use like the dating analogy before. Uh-huh. I think if uh-huh. you start with About Us, it's like going on a date and then immediately talking about yourself.
1: Mm. going on a mm-hmm. date
0: and then having the person you're on a date with spending the first 20 minutes talking about themselves mm. um, rather than showing interest in you and we've got to we've got to think in that that context so i don't mind the about us page but i think putting it front and center you know the first thing in your menu is probably not the way to go don't oh, mind definitely, it later yeah. on. Um in yep. mine i've actually hidden it away so i've got um you know problems we solve um, you know and the resources, and then get in touch. And I've actually got my about us hidden hidden away in Down my get in touch page.
1: Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So what what we're really discovering or delving into is there's no num, There's no one way to do it. That this needs to feel authentic to you. But we are just talking like big picture here.
0: Yeah. But yep. all good you things to think you about. You definitely need something, right? You definitely need to say yep. this is who I am and this is what I do, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. This is how
0: I arrived at this authority position, and that's why I think it's important to put your things like your brag bar and some media citations and and all that sort of stuff on as well. Those mm. those are important. Mm. Okay. Yeah, totally. All right. Number two, obviously, um, services and how you can help people.
1: Absolutely, this is uh, this is super important to have on there. This is a without a doubt, people need to know how they can work with you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And look, again, you could break this down into, you could put all of your services on a single page. If you've got different services or different programs, they also break them off into different pages. And so okay. people can see, again, so they can go to specific things, um, but also you can start to track their, their, where they're going. I, I would recommend that you don't necessarily just name them the program because while you, whilst you know what they are, your customer doesn't yet.
1: I'm in two minds about that. Depending on what you're doing, I think that you, as a coach, you do want to name your program yep. because I think that that's the brand branding. People will talk about your program by name. Yep. Um, I know that you offer sort of different services, so I can see where you're coming from. But I think for a coach, that I think that people should name their program.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying no. I'm not saying don't name your program. I'm not saying potentially not in your menu.
1: Yeah, no, I'm talking about naming that in the menu. Yeah, okay, so, Here we go. so two different, yeah, two different schools of thought, two different opinions. Absolutely, and neither of them right. They they're just opinions.
0: Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, third one, a blog or a podcast?
1: Absolutely, blog and or a podcast. If you've got both, then definitely both, because this is your this is the content that people will get to know you through. Yeah. So this is absolutely essential. This is this is also good for your um, SEO.
0: Yeah, but also one of the things that we know that, that Google, <laughs> I will say Google and other browsers, I uh, think other, other search engines, they they really value new and fresh content all the time, and it actually starts to kind of get you depth of of content around your expertise, mm-hmm. doesn't it?
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: All right. Last and most important, um, your opt in or your chat with us link.
1: Absolutely. yeah, like I said, I'm thinking about taking my contact us page off and putting a chat instead. Uh, I think I will look at that sometime in the next couple of weeks.
0: Mm, okay, that's about it for today. Um, totally. Obviously if you're if you've got a site and it's not generating any leads for you, <laughs> it's possibly about time to, if you've only just done it, don't do anything right now. But if you've had your site for a year or, or a couple of years and it's not generating, um, the traffic that you want, if people aren't commenting when you speak to them that, that they were on your site or, or looked at something. Um, might be time to take a look at, at what it is that you're doing. Have a chat with a developer. Have a chat with uh, an SEO person, a business coach. Right, Have a look at what your competitors are doing as well. Get some ideas and, um, and look at how you'll you know, put your eyes of your customer on. Look at how you're being perceived when they, when they visit your site and see whether you've got some of these things doesn't necessarily yeah. need to be wholesale changes can just be incremental ones as well
1: absolutely and I think that's really important actually go onto your website as a prospect and look through their eyes and that will give you a very different perspective of your website uh, to what you would be looking at you know as the business owner
0: absolutely I tell right you if you're in a master, if you're in a mastermind group or a, a networking group get a bunch of people together and just ask them and say, hey, if you were my customer and you were visiting my site, what, what would you take away? What would you know from oh, this?
1: That is so, so valuable. I did that with some, uh, with a couple of people from my mastermind just last week and it was so valuable, so valuable uh, listening to the questions that come up for other people. So thoroughly recommend that. That's a, a nice little value bond that you dropped there, too. Yeah, I'll
0: sort of leave you with that one. Let's yeah, quickly. Really okay. okay, so yes, we still need a website. It's really important even in this age of social media um, to drive traffic to. It's really for lead generation and authority positioning. We've got to make sure that we don't just have the single opt-in um like a contact form off sign or from a newsletter. Make sure that we're putting it in customer language, right? Answering our customers' questions instead of just talking about ourselves and not just creating a pretty online business card. We definitely recommend you create multi-page sites, right, that cover your authority, the services and how you can help your blog and or your podcast and your opt-in, your resource, your lead magnet and a chat with us page as well.
1: Absolutely. If you've liked this episode, we would love to share it with the other entrepreneurs and coaches in your world to help them to create a really fantastic authority positioning and lead generation site. Love to you to head over to the Thought Leaders Business Lab Community Facebook group and join in the discussion thread. Let us know what's working on your website and maybe your opinion of what we've chatted about today.
0: Now, of course, all the web developers, feel free to weigh in. We look forward to your opinion <laughs> as well.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Thanks so much for joining us today for this episode. We'll catch you next week. Ciao, ciao. Thank you for joining us today. We truly respect your time, so we hope this was valuable to you. If you're a new listener, thank you for checking out the show. And don't forget to connect with me by heading over to Global forward slash connect. And you can connect with Tim at winmoreclients.com.au forward slash connect. Be sure to contact us and share any feedback questions or topics you have too.